Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Joey Calvez. I want to tell you guys a little bit about the Department of Metahuman Affairs. This one is a story about a team led by a retired sidekick, two felons, a failed actor from Broadway, and a reprogrammed cyborg. But their first mission is to stop the criminals who have robbed a bank, and they will have to set the world at ease. You're going to get 180 pages of entertainment action-packed awesomeness right here in the first six issues in a collected hardcover volume one all you got to do is head on over to kickstarter.com and type in the department of metahuman affairs or dma and check it out right now hey this is liz this is heather and in this episode we are going to discuss how to beat the winter blues all right hit the music winter yeah we are in the midst of winter in houston which strangely enough most of the time feels a lot like spring and fall in yeah. houston but and uh so those of you i'm from a northern climate though so you can't i just currently live in houston right so i know You're that i'm a cold client utah is not north all right um it's above <laughs> if the nason dixon line crossed all the way it would be above it so um anywho uh, it's a it's a cold climate yes. yes i have lived in the southeast texas area my entire life except for that one year i lived in austin which is still just a little bit west so i you know we've grown up where you know it gets cold and every three to five years we might get snow. a day of light snow or ice um typically not a lot of cold weather mm -hmm. or not a lot of like precipitation that goes with cold weather we do get cold days people think oh my god you don't get cold we had a yeah. weekend a couple of years actually it was seven years ago it was the year that i met paul um and it was 16 yeah it was fucking cold and yeah. normally <laughs> normally like they give you warnings for hard freezes because our plants can't handle yeah. it and so the hard freezes it's like over two hours Pets, of less plants uh, and pipes yeah that's what they tell yeah. us here for less than less than um 32, uh, 32 for more than two hours. Mm -hmm. It's a hard freeze in Texas. And so what they'll do is they'll uh, say, uh, you know, they'll let you know one day. And I think this is probably that winter that you're mm -hmm. talking about. We had a hard freeze for like 48 hours. Yeah. And it was that the whole never weekend. happened. It was yeah. butt ass cold. We actually, my roommate and I at the time went out of town to visit my, uh, my cousin and their well froze. Mm. Not just their pipes froze, the actual well froze and we had no water the whole weekend. And I remember my dad kind of freaked out about it because we were going up there and this was the coldest year in like 20 years mm -hmm. in, in Texas. And so he was like, oh my God, I can't believe you're going up there. I was like, yeah, but there's zero chance of precipitation the entire time we're there. Yeah. So there's no water, you know, I mean, ice doesn't form on the road unless there is also water because mm -hmm. that is how physics works. Mm -hmm. You can't have ice without water freezing and there was none falling from the sky and there was none sitting on the road but there was a big well full of water that froze so yeah you know well, all that but it was a it was a really fun weekend yeah it was just cold as balls because i do not have separate wardrobes for seasons i have friends oh, that no, no, no. live 
up in, you know, New Jersey and Maine and all this. And they have a swap out where they, you know, they change out the summer clothes. My clothes are, I'm wearing a t-shirt right now. It's the, you know, yeah, it's February. I am wearing a t-shirt, uh, you know, and it, that's just how it is. It's just how many layers I wear because yeah. I don't have a big one. I hate sweaters. I fucking hate sweaters. They, they're constricting and they're, itchy and they're warm and they always leave lint on stuff. I just don't like them. Mm -hmm. um, my mom insists on buying me sweaters all the time. Well, they stretch out too. They don't store very well. And, and just, if you're not wearing them all the time, which you wouldn't yeah. in Texas, uh, they, they get, you can wear them once. And then that's the thing deforming. is most of them I have that the weave is, is a little bit too wide. So it starts to snag on things and it's just, it's just not worth doing. So it's a hoodie, you know, there's different layers of coats that you yeah. kind of have for a winter in Houston. Speaking of hoodies, mm -hmm. I was noticing, um, so I live in an area that like, uh, there's a lot of pedestrians, mm -hmm. right? And we did have a cold day. We had a cold ass day like three weeks ago. Yeah. And um, you can't, because nobody has winter coats, you cannot tell the difference between a homeless person <laughs> and a person in Houston on those days because everybody's wearing like we a hoodie like a and then yeah. a jacket over said hoodie. And yeah. then and everybody is wearing that. That's what a lot of people. Now, if you go to the richer area of towns, they're bringing out the furs. They got because the Ugg boots and, and the furs. And the furs and yeah. But, um, which it, they had to go to storage, cold storage to get the fur out for one day. Yeah. Oh, yeah. they'll wear it to a goddamn baseball game if it's below 70. Like, because yeah, they're like, yeah. we just have to wear our furs. Yeah. Well, you have to. We got to justify the cost, I yeah. guess. <laughs> I don't know. I just, we don't live, again, we don't live currently in a cold climate, but that does not mean that we are, you know, I, I, immune I, I, from catching the winter laws. Yeah. And I, I think a lot of it is to do, um, to do with the beginning of winter has a lot of holidays, has mm -hmm. Christmas and New Year's and stuff. And then it's after that that you start to look <laughs> the depression of the after holidays. Yeah, so so you have, you have all this extra debt from the holidays. You have all this extra weight from the holidays. You look ahead, and you don't get another goddamn day off until it, Memorial you, you, Day. Yeah, because most people don't get Martin Luther King off or, or President's Easter Day anymore. Yeah, so so there's that. You mm -hmm. know, there's nothing to like look forward to. <laughs> there's no break in sight. We're too old for spring break. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so there's, there's no break in sight. Yeah. Now in, in, uh, you know, where I grew up, it got really bad though, because about this time of year is the time when it, you know, it's, it gets like this in Houston too. It gets overcast. Okay. Mm -hmm. But an overcast with snow on the ground gives you no delineation between sky and ground. Right. It really is suffocating. Yeah. You know, well, I think it's, it's very similar to how up in Alaska when you've got, you know, the sun all the time in the summer and, you know, very little in the winter, mm -hmm. it gives you that it's, it's literally like a sickness in the brain that kind of just says, I can't tell yeah. what's supposed to be happening. You know, the normal, your biorhythms are off mm -hmm. and you're not getting the sleep that you need. And here in Houston, again, we don't have the snow, but we get the overcast days and we've had a lot of them in the last couple of weeks and they are just mind numbing, mm -hmm. right? Like I had a, we were uh, puppy sitting for a friend of mine for a week and I, I love my dogs dearly and I love this dog. She's a very sweet dog. But, oh, my God, I forgot how much work puppies are. Oh, I know. There's you got to so be watching work. them all you the time. You have to watch them all the time. They, they need to go out once an hour because their bladders, it's not that they're not big enough. They literally just don't have the control over them, just like a regular baby. They yeah. don't have it yet. 
So we're in and out and in and out and it's on and off raining and there's mud and it's not really cold, but it's kind of, and we also still get 90% humidity in the winter, which just feels really heavy. It's also, by the way, I, you know, when you're not from a place that's humid, so, uh, mountain states are not humid. Mm -hmm. Uh, So, you know, Midwest Chicago area, the Great Lakes, those are humid. The coasts are humid. Mm Mm-hmm. It is colder in humidity yeah. than it is in things. So you know, thirty you feel de- wet. Yeah, all 30, the time. thirty degrees yeah. uh, with high humidity will chill you to your bone. Mm-hmm. Thirty degrees when there's sun shining. Yeah, it's nothing. That's the thing. When I when I go to New York to visit my brother, it always seems to be during colder months. I've been mm-hmm. January, February, and March. That's the only time I've ever been up there. Um, and and it's it's cold. But I like it. I mm-hmm. like it a lot. And I love winter. Mm-hmm. I love Houston winter most of the time because we get the cold, but we don't get the precipitation. We don't have to deal with slush or ice or any of that. But we still get that good, crisp, like going outside and it's a beautiful sunny day and it's cold and you're just happy to be alive. You mm-hmm. know, it's just a good day. But when we get this overcast, bleh, bleh, bleh. And we had, um, I think, what was it? It was like 19. It was like 19 degrees here. Felt a little bit colder than that. But it was still 90% humidity. And I couldn't get warm. I mean, Mm -hmm. I literally have to come in from outside and go take a hot bath. Yeah. And it's funny. I was noticing that the the temperature that I set my, and now I'm a hot bath taker Mm because I have anxiety. And that's usually, that's a tool that I use to try to bust up the jitters and things that are freaking me out. It's just a hot bath because it kind of resets your brain. You know, Mm -hmm. you've got something else to focus on with this heat soaking in. But I've noticed that, that where I set my temperature in the summer months is very different from where I set my temperature in the winter. Hmm. I actually have to set the bath water higher in the winter than I do in the summer. In the summer, the same place on the, the dial will scald me. Hmm. No, like, like blister scald. Like I have yeah, that's to weird. really be careful, especially when we're like easing from summer to winter. But I think it's because your body is so cold. It takes it a while also, to recognize I that think heat. It's also that it's um, warming, you, warming up warmer water. Well, it, it's, that's the thing. Like when I step in and I've just been outside and it's 19, mm-hmm. it's cooling the water. Yeah. Because just like if you put cold meat into mm-hmm. a boiling pan, it's going to. Yeah. Yeah, or cold anything, really, liquid or yeah. whatever, into the boiling pan, it's going to bring down that that temperature. But yeah. I just, you well, know, the cloudy y- days, I think, are worse in winter than yeah. they are in summer. Yeah. Because in summer, we're just glad to get a break from, from the 100-plus yeah. degree miserable temperature. Yeah. But, I, you know, it's safe to say, though, I think everybody gets these winter blahs. We do. I think everyone does. I mean, probably in um, Australia, it's the summer blahs. Well, yeah, because it's <laughs> opposite. Um, but I think even just it, because of daylight savings, too. yes, oh, I hate it, that. the daylight savings, it gets early or dark so early. It's like, like you're only free to do whatever you want and while it's four, dark, while it's dark outside yeah. it was like yeah well and then it it fucks with your brain because by seven o'clock i'm exhausted mm-hmm. and i'm like is it bedtime yet oh no it's seven o'clock but, like this is ridiculous yeah. but like as a photographer it actually cuts out a lot of business hours for me mm-hmm. because most people work during the day until five o'clock it's already dark yeah it's it dark at five thirty. So it's like you have to, okay, well, we need to do this on, so we have to do this at 
I know you weren't planning on doing this till late, but we have to do it at like 3.30, 4 o'clock because, or we have to do it at 6 o'clock in the morning. Yeah. Like these are the the options. That our, we have. our friends in the north, it's even, it's shorter right. days. Yeah. They just stay it's inside. It's like it's in, in Boston. It's when we had to go for a training or something up mm-hmm. there. It was like four o'clock and it was pitch black. Yeah. I'm like, holy cow. Yeah. It's, it's insane. And, and it just, it just drags you down. Like I find myself doing a lot more binge watching in the winter than I do in the summer. And not that I'm outside in the summer either. Cause it's hot as balls. Mm-hmm. But again, I'm, I'm up more, I'm active more, but when the, when the weather's overcast and it's kind of cold and you're, you know, we, we're still in that going back and forth between flipping on the air conditioner and flipping on the heater. And you might need to use the same multiple times in the same day. Mm -hmm. Yesterday I had the heater on in the morning and then it got so hot. I had to turn the air conditioner on and then had to turn the heater on again. So I I ended up doing a lot more binge watching and a lot more binge eating. Like Mm -hmm. I'm trying to be much better about my eating and stuff and being very mindful. There's not a lot of fruits in season Mm -hmm. in uh, this time of year. So you got apples and that's really because they were, and if they are, they're they terrible. were they were in season in December. So now they're in December is apples and oranges, you know, mm-hmm. or November. You know, those are the only like fruits that you can get that are somewhat fresh. Luckily, right. we're in Texas, so we can get a lot of stuff in from other places. But they're well, we also expensive. I mean we have berries and stuff. You know, but there's no there's no apples in, naturally in Texas. No. It's know? like they're not as good as summer berries. You know, it's yeah, it's just not things, the same. So. It's not the same. It's harder to get that. It's harder to. It's just harder to do everything. I mean, I really. I love, I love the winter because I hate the summer and I, I live here in the summer. You know, I put up with the summer because the winter is better. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't, um, but we live in a swamp anyway. Yeah. So. I d- I'm not, uh, I'm, I like the summer. Uh, I like to look out and see, we see palm trees in the winter. It's not the same as seeing palm trees in the summer. When I see palm trees, I feel like I'm on vacation. Even if I'm my neighbors home. behind me have palm trees and all I see are rats. So, well, you got to trim <laughs> your goddamn palm trees. They they're I'm not mine to they're not mine to I'm trim. I'm referring but... to the palm trees that <clears throat> that line, uh, you know, boardwalks and things like that. Yeah, but again, I, I don't know. In summer, I find myself just running from air conditioned space to air conditioned space. Like I do not want to spend time outside. One of the biggest reason because I don't sweat. I'm just a person that has never you been a sweater. I turn bright purple, not even red. <laughs> I go to, I go straight to to plaid. I mean, I am just purple, and people are asking me like, this is why I work out at home instead of at a gym. Is because in the gym I have people walking by going, oh my god, are you okay? You, you need to get in- off. Go drink some water. I'm like, I've been on five minutes. Yeah. Like I just. I just have never, my mom was the same way. She never was a sweater until she had kids. Uh Once she had kids, I guess her body chemistry changed and now she sweats like a, you know, whatever. But I just never have. She's making up for all those years without (laughs) sweating. I guess it must be nice. Like some days I would love to just push the button and just let the sweat release, but it just doesn't happen. And I turn bright red. I overheat very easily. My niece is the same way, but she's also got that, uh, you know, there's a percentage of people who sneeze when they look at the sun like there's some kind of that's weird it's, it's almost like an allergy ish yeah. but and she's always been like that if, if it's too bright outside she's sneezing and she also turns bright red just like i do it's it's very weird but so i love winter i love when the temperature drops i get frisky my dogs get frisky i'm very excited and then we get just get like the next day it's 80 
Yeah. So we're that's kinda, frustrating. Yeah. We're kind of in more of the flip flop blahs yeah. than actual winter. Yeah. Well, you know, most of mine is for, you know, things to do. And just this time of year, it just, slow, it just, it's pretty awful. So, mm-hmm. you know, I, I know that I have certain things that I like to do mm-hmm. uh, to beat the winter blahs. And I think you wrote down a few that you have to yep. do. Um, I'll tell you the first thing that I, I do is I kind of try and embrace it in the sense that, um, especially if I can, you know, I'll curl up in bed in the covers and just pretend like you get the air I, conditioner it's, it's, on to do it. Well, yeah, I mean, I kind of do. <laughs> yeah. But I, I, I pretend that it is a brisk morning mm-hmm. and this is what I choose to do is I choose to drink my coffee and watch my television, do it at my leisure. And like that, I didn't, I try not, I put in the downtime to embrace the, um, cold. Now, mm-hmm. again, I can only do that on the weekends cause I work full time. Yeah. <laughs> well, and one of the, one of the things on my list here is, is keep warm, which I also wrote ha next to, um, because again, <laughs> we're warm half the time. Yeah. But but this is the time of year where your body almost craves warm things. Like we like soups and like we do a crock pot roast that's mm-hmm. freaking to die for. You want hot chocolate and you want like I don't want hot chocolate in August. Mm-mm. The very thought of it makes me sick. It makes me overheated. Like I cannot eat really hot foods in the summer. But in the winter, even if it's not that cold, you just want this. So like big quilts and a coffee, you know, a coffee or a cocoa or tea or whatever it is you like. And I, I, I love slippers, but I ne- literally never wear them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I have yeah, so no. many pairs of slippers and I, I never even think to wear them. I'm wearing flip flops most days. <laughs> yeah. And then I go outside and go, hmm, it's a little chilly out here for my <laughs> flip flops, but I wear them anyway. So. For for those beer drinkers, I uh, suggest that you embrace the stout. A stout is stouts come out in the wintertime. They're fabulous. Or go for a good cider, like a warm. Yeah, warm I did make. I did have um. I did learn a how wassel. to make a hot toddy. Ah. and it's pretty easy. You just, just kind of it's rum just, and no, it's um a whiskey and hot water and lemon and honey. Did I yeah. say honey? Yeah. No. You oh, just okay. The honey, that's the important part. I miss the important, well, the whiskey's the important part. The second most important part <laughs> is the is the honey yeah. and then lemon and uh, you can throw a stick of cinnamon in it, but I find that's a wasted cinnamon. I just omit the cinnamon. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, you, you know what? I, okay. I'm sorry. You had, you said you were going to keep warm. <laughs> <laughs> I had another one. I said to keep warm. Oh, okay. Um, but something else is to find the light. Again, get mm-hmm. outside. That, that's what I wrote. I thought I wrote lightning. I wrote lighting. <laughs> Light, uh, I, she told me she wrote lightning. I'm like, what the fuck is lightning in winter? I don't understand. But uh, I think, you know, one of the, you know, I've got a psych background or whatever. So the only one I'm going to bring up is the seasonal affective disorder. Mm-hmm. Sad. It's so sad. <laughs> but basically what this is, is because of the reduced rays from the sun, because we're pointing the other direction, science, um, we are not taking in as much vitamin D as we normally do. And vitamin D is a big source of our energy level. So when we're not getting enough sunlight, we don't have enough energy. And this makes us lethargic, which makes us sad. So get up. And I, do, I am not talking about go out and hit a tanning bed or anything false like that. Also, very, you know, be careful with your skin because nobody wants to look like a leather bag when they get older um, or, you know, cancer and stuff. 
But get out and find the light. Go out and play Pokemon in the park for 10 minutes or whatever it is to get a little bit of that sunlight in, into your pores, into your skin. You can take, um, like my, my doctor had us on like 50,000 units of vitamin D a week because we were just, yeah. well, we're, we're pasty nerd types. So yeah. we just kind of stay indoors most of the time. And, you know, it's, I found just going out and being a little bit more active, getting out with my nieces or the dogs or whatever, that naturally will mo- boost your mood and mm-hmm. help you feel a little bit better and a little bit. And then that kind of slides into keeping more active. Yeah. So even if you're only doing like a 30-minute slow walk every day, get some sort of activity in because the more you lay around like a sloth, the more you're going to feel like one. Yeah. So. Very good points. Mm-hmm. Another, uh, uh, just to add on to the Pokemon Go, it uh, will overheat your phone, so your hands will be warm. <laughs> so that's nice. Yeah, so that's a nice added bonus. I mean, it sucked in the summertime, but hell, it's gonna, it's a, uh, it's been handy it's, in the winter. Yeah, until I mean, as long as you don't have one of those exploding phones. No, no. But yeah, we do, we need to ask uh, Mr. Miller about that. Like, <laughs> he had the exploding phones. He's like, but I like it. I, <laughs> I was just, like, get rid of that phone. It's going to blow up in your pocket. It's terrible. Um, so we talked about not being able to find fruits and stuff, but eating healthy mm-hmm. really makes such a difference, especially since when most of us lay around and binge watch and usually binge eat along with it, we're not doing it with healthy foods. No. Like it's really hard to binge on carrots yeah. I tried. <laughs> Usually oh, your look, jaw wears out long before. There was a fad in the 80s where um, it was like carrots were like the perfect food. And so people mm. were like eating carrots. And then you'd actually change the pigmentation of your skin. I've, I We ate so many carrots growing up because this was like the thing we were allowed to snack on. It was like carrots and pickles. Uh-huh. Like that's what we were allowed to kind of snack on growing up, which makes my mom sound really drab. But we just... We didn't eat carrots, sodas. Carrots we didn't do any natural that. sugars in it. So you My can, hands yeah. turned orange oh, that's funny. From, the, from the eating of the carrots. Um, little note, everyone still thinks that carrots improve your eyesight, but they do not. That is a oh. myth. So. Beta carotene doesn't help your eyesight? Or does it not have beta carotene in it? <laughs> I don't know. But I, I, the carrot eye thing was started because I guess during World War II, oh, yeah. they were trying to figure out what made the American pilots or the British pilots, oh, whoever did this, so much more effective. Well, they were doing a lot more training and things that they didn't want oh, people they, to know uh, about. Yeah, and they had technology. So they just said... We, we feed them carrots and that gives them better I eyesight. I remember reading that. You well, read that on Reddit. Like 50 years ago. Yeah. Did well, you read is, on Reddit? No, oh. I've known this for a while, but Paul is always telling me this as well. Cause Interesting. He's, he's always full of useful information. Um, but So this has been a myth that was perpetuated by the military a billion years ago, and it's just stuck. It's, yeah. But they're not bad for you. Yeah. They do have sugar in them, but they're they're pretty decent on the sugar content. And they're good and crunchy because if you've ever tried to do a low-carb diet, There's the hardest part is not having any, the crunch, I've found personally. Although you can't have carrots for the first two weeks on Atkins. Yeah, well. You can have them on South Beach, though. The first two weeks? Mm-hmm. But yeah. not like a billion of them. But yeah, yeah. I mean, again, they're, you know, I was, I was talking to a doctor who, uh, you know, I was talking about different nutrition stuff and whatever. And he's like, well, do you like ranch dressing? I'm like... <laughs> Do I like it? <laughs> yeah, that's hilarious. Yes, I like. Who doesn't fucking like ranch dressing? He's like, well, there you go. 
Uh, just carrots and ranch dressing. That's your new snack. I'm like, my doctor has just approved me to eat nothing but ranch dressing uh-huh. is what I heard. <laughs> I'm a fan of that. I do. I like uh, I like the veggies and ranch dressing. Well, who doesn't? Yeah. They're much better that way. Okay. Uh, let's see. I did. I talked about lighting too. And even in the house. Um, mm-hmm. And I think that's where I was. Because, you know, before you actually came over today, it felt like a little coffin in here. And I looked that's over. That's our house felt too. And I said why aren't the blinds open? Mm-hmm. Like, let the sun in. And so I opened the blinds. And even if it were overcast, it still would have added a lot of, you know, yeah. a, a room really brightens up when you have um, three um, sources of light at mm-hmm. any given time. Yep. And so if you just think, about just throw a couple lights on, well, it see, really a, does help. I'm a cave dweller. I will admit most of the time when I'm having my binges and laying around and wanting to do nothing, I want to be in the dark to do it. But, uh, you know, my dad lives with us and he's he's one that when he walks into the room, he'll just open the blinds, whether you really care or not, yeah. <sighs> want that to happen or not. <laughs> if you but have he, a migraine or not, yeah, he doesn't he care. doesn't yeah. really yeah. care. I'm like, I was napping on this couch. So <laughs> thanks for turning the lights off. But it's, you know, it's it does. It makes a difference. Mm-hmm. You know, um, uh, you know, there's yeah, it makes a difference. Yeah. Open the blinds. Get outside. Open the door. Yeah. You know, also you make some kind of plans. I mean, the, there was there is one nice thing, though, about the winter. And mm-hmm. the, the, it's usually, with the exception of this winter, but that's a different story, gives you a chance to catch up on all of the stuff that you've been saying that you've been trying to catch up on. Because there's no more Christmas parties, Christmas right. shopping, no more uh, New Year's things to do. Mm-hmm. Um, there's usually a three-week break before your TV shows even come back, yeah. right? And so... Uh, catch up on whatever you needed to do. Well, that's that's the thing. It's not about making resolutions and goals as much as it is making a plan. Yeah. Making, you know, getting things done because the plan is not the the plan. The action is the action. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. it's it's not just enough to think about what you need to do. You have to actually do it. Yeah. And yeah. and once you do it, you're going to feel a sense of accomplishment for getting it done. Like, I don't know about you. When I make to-do lists, I also add things that I've already done and cross those off so that I feel a little bit more accomplished because I did them. I do that. Um, and I think that's just an important part of tricking your brain into, into getting a little bit more motivated. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, you know, we all know that motivation is a really hard thing. It's that's what I think that is what um, the winter blahs is half about is getting the motivation. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, you know, things like you're talking about that help boost your metabolism, that's going to obviously help you just because your body wants to get up and do something. Mm-hmm. The other day, now this was before my uh, classes started, I started pacing back and forth. It was a Saturday. And my husband's, and we had something to do that night mm-hmm. at like 5 30. And it was like one and I'm just pacing and I'm like, I'm bored. I am bored. I want to do something now. I could have sat down and watched a whole bunch of things, but like my body was like, no, you're ready to get up and go. You're cagey. Yeah. And I, um, what did we end up doing? Oh, (laughs) we ended up going Pokemon hunting. So it worked out. We got a Snorlax. Nice. Well, I think this is, (laughs) this is something that happens to me as well. But I also, you know, suffer from some social anxiety type Mm -hmm. things. So yeah, I was reading this thing the other day. It's like, are you an extrovert? Or are you an introvert? Well, I'm an ambivert. And if nobody knows what that is, that is the kind of in-between of the extrovert and the introvert. Because I am not a shy person. I am not afraid to get up in front of people and talk. I am not afraid to go up to new people and talk. It just exhausts me to deal with people in general. And I mm-hmm. find that the world is very people mm-hmm. 
Yeah, <laughs> it is. And and a lot of times I just I have a really like I love doing things when I'm there and doing it. So a lot of times it takes like it's Heather's just dragging a, me out tonight. It's just to get up and go. But to yeah. get out of the house or put on real clothes or whatever it is that I need to do seems really daunting and draining. And then there's, you know, your mind starts going, well, what if this happens? What if this is? Fuck it. I'm just going to stay home, which yeah. is what happens a lot. And unfortunately, when you let that happen, you tend to isolate. Yeah. And isolation leads to a lot of really downer kind of thoughts and feelings, not even just for yourself, but about yourself and, and letting other people down. So it is really good to try to maintain going out and seeing people. It doesn't have to be an everyday thing or a no. weekly thing. We try to Skype, you know, with my brother and my niece in mm -hmm. New York as much as we can. You know, we try to make sure that we're, I'm still interacting with people. Paul has to get up and go do opera. So he's constantly, and he's exhausted because he is the introvertiest introvert who can stand on stage and still sing. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> Excuse me. But, you know, my work doesn't work that way. You know, yeah. when I go out and I do photo shoots with my clients, mm -hmm. I I know I have to do it. I know I'm going to do it because it's a commitment that I've made and it's money. But there's always like I don't do any I I know my limitations and I have to know what they are because I had a a shoot two weekends ago, I think. Uh, and it was a, a dear friend that I've known for years, but it was the first time I was going to meet her family. So it was like I knew I mm -hmm. had to have the the energy for that and we got calls from good friends wanting to go out the night before and karaoke and paul was off and we're like okay well maybe we'll do that that'll be good and then as it got closer i'm like no i need to stay home because if i go out tonight and it's it's overwhelming or it's too much something could happen and i'm not going to be able to make that mm -hmm. obligation yeah. and I made that obligation and then something happened and I got really sick oh, afterwards, no. which is why we yeah. had a, we had a podcasting um, thing scheduled the day after. And I was like, I can't, yeah, I'm just not going to do it. And it's, it, but it's important to try to, to try to yeah. get out so, yeah, and so, be friendly yeah, and, yeah, you know, you make a point, try and do stuff, but you know, understand your limitations. Yeah. Don't pack your schedule. Don't make to, yourself just, sick yeah. where you end up in a cave under a blanket yeah. fort and, you know. Yeah. I mean, you can do that, too. Yeah. That's, blanket forts are awesome. Blanket forts are awesome. They're amazing. Yeah. We should have more blanket. adult blanket fort time. Yeah. You could do one in here. Yeah, all you have to do is you just go. When I dry my. You when I dry nerdy bitches slumber party. Yeah. That would be fun. When I dry my comforter, mm -hmm. uh, it goes over all these tables yeah. and all these yeah. chairs, you know, and so it kind of makes a blanket fort. Yeah. I uh, but it's mostly just I got trapped in a kid's gingerbread house the other day. My nieces trapped me into. I feel like it was had fun. a panic attack and something like that. Well, I could, it was a cardboard house, so I could absolutely stand up it. and get out of it. Like, but this is done. But it, <laughs> it was like, and we're done. <laughs> but uh, you know, it, but it was it was fun. But I was also crammed in there with my one year old niece, who thought it was even more fun than I thought. But again, sometimes you're just like, and eh, now I'm going to go lay in the teepee, which has open flap. <laughs> it's yeah. a little bit, a little bit better. But okay, so what, we said find yeah. some friends and family and hang out with them. Yeah, yeah. Or if you don't like your family, hang out with someone else's family because well, they're probably cool. You know, and just just getting out is kind of important. I know that a lot just of get times out and drive around. Yeah, I know a lot of times when you think about how daunting maybe a chore that you have to do is. 
generally, um, in, this is general. A lot, some people are exact opposite. It takes less time than you expect it to take. Yeah. Right. There's there is <laughs> yeah. there is always people that have to get something done and they think it takes less time than they do mm-hmm. at, while they're planning the things. But if you are just let's do something. I need to get some replacement <laughs> light bulbs. Let me go this. That Anyone is, who has kids understands what you're talking yeah. about because they're like. Just put your shoes away. Yeah. Four hours later, there's a kid laying on the floor screaming. Yeah. Because they still haven't put the shoes away, which would have taken no time. A second and a half to do, but they've made it into such a big deal. So it's like just do the things you can do now. Mm-hmm. Plan for the things you need to do that take more time. Set aside that time. Like make a schedule with yourself. I've gone back to uh, to using a day planner so mm-hmm. that you know because I I don't know about you I cannot. I don't know. I'm just not, I, I'm tech savvy and I do a lot of stuff, but I cannot keep up with a digital calendar. Yeah. The only one that works for me is Outlook. And so I have my personal That's one and my, and if, my, if I worked in an office where I was sitting in front of my computer every single day, Outlook is fabulous. Except for I start ignoring my reminders. Well, I ignore the reminders as well. But like, I literally haven't opened my Outlook on my, my home office computer. Yeah, I don't even have it on in my two home months. office. Yeah. Like, and then when I get it, it's like, remember so-and-so's birthday. It was like, well, that was three months ago, <laughs> dismissed. <laughs> but I, I find that if I have it on paper in a book and I can see it the whole month at a glance and then I can go in and make, like I had to buy a small one this year because they were out of all the big ones. Mm-hmm. Um, but I just, I just feel more organized and less and fewer things slip through the cracks. Like even I've started doing organizing at my sister's house. Like she needs, she needs, she's got, you know, little kids and she works 12 hour shifts and all this stuff. So it's like, and I love to organize. So I go over there and I'm like, what can I do? Mm -hmm. I worked on a closet the other day. It took me two hours, which, you know, would have taken her six months, which would have just refilled in five minutes. Yeah. Sometimes the outside viewpoints do kind of help with that because you'll be stuck on things. That's that's the thing with organizing is people are so emotionally attached to things that are not important Mm -hmm. and they miss the big picture. So it's, it's easier to have someone come in and help you organize. And I'm, I'm just happen to be really passionate about doing that. Not that my own house is fully organized because again, easier if somebody else yeah, comes in and helps it do does that. It's, it's like fresh eyes it yeah. really helps so that leads yeah. into find a hobby yeah <laughs> find something that you enjoy doing uh-huh. and you plan time to do you it. you know what's it's a fun gloomy winter day thing is a puzzle i like puzzles i haven't done puzzles in ages but i used to love doing mm-hmm. them i should get it's back just, into that there's just something about it of course coloring you've got to make sure your dog is nice get to too. it yeah. yeah i i like coloring i get kind of irritated in the coloring books some of the adult coloring books that really go small and tedious little patterns on top of patterns just to well, have the you thing feeling. is you don't have to you can leave negative space you don't have to i and i don't like coloring um people's skin tone and yeah so i, I skipped do those. you feel racist doing that i do you know what this <laughs> okay maybe this kind of should come up in a bitch of the week or people think is i don't understand but i'm gonna bring it up now because i'll forget emojis yeah a lot of the emojis that have faces or body parts now have skin shades mm-hmm. that you can choose. Yeah. And I accidentally one time set my thumbs up to the white one. Mm-hmm. I didn't mean to. Mm-hmm. I keep all the rest of them yellow because it's like, it looks racist. When, yeah, when you're like, I'm picking, I'm specifically <laughs> I'm picking. specifically picking this 
I don't know. I mean, and maybe people <coughs> who have been offended th- by the yellow emoji. I are, think your white guilt is plant taken. I'm sure it is. But again, I, I just, I, I like the yellow one better. It's a I little know. more. Well, this is, um, <laughs> so, uh, it's not it, now, if this helps you at all, according to Photoshop, no matter what the skin tone is, if they are human, it's all a shade of orange. Mm-hmm. So there you go. Well, and I do find this um, because the the family that I photographed recently is a mixed race mm-hmm. family. They are all absolutely beautiful. But there was a very large representation of tone mm-hmm. from one end to the other, very light to very dark. Mm-hmm. And in between... And adjust, you know, shooting to adjust for lighting and exposure on different skin tones. Yeah. It just totally opens your mind to, yeah. you know, how you, because you want to make sure that, you know, this person is not blown out and this person is not, in the dark yeah. and all exactly. those things. So, yeah, it's a, but yeah, I don't, I don't know if it's, you know, it's real. It's there. You can't yeah. get around it. But I yes, know, but, but again, I feel every, weird change it, like physically going into purposefully change well, this to the, the well white the thing is that like okay else. let's just all say what it is yellow is always just the white person's emoji right it's guess, it's yeah. you know the other skin tones were not represented and that's yeah. why they put that in there you know and I, that's great <laughs> but so i just keep it at yellow i'm still a white dude <laughs> I still do You're yellow. Still white dude. <laughs> well, <aren't> <laughs> <laughs> oh, I have to tell you after our um, after mm-hmm. our last week's episode, mm-hmm. the the episode about Rogue One. Oh yeah, where we talk about basically we are the the bastard husbands. Mm-hmm. Uh, Paul got a big kick out of that <laughs> that we are the dickhead husbands <laughs> who, who are who are not uh, yeah. who are not as cuddly as as mm-hmm. our actual husbands yeah, are with okay. us. Yeah. Because uh, they're not cuddly with their other people. They're just cuddly with us. <laughs> I hope not. I, well, yeah. <laughs> Can you, I can't imagine that my husband's going around a random stranger going, kisses. <laughs> I would pay so much money to see that. I really would. Seriously. Okay. So if you hit our Patreon account, which we're about to go set up, if you pay a certain amount of money, we will follow producer Craig around and make him say kisses, him say to, kisses random to, to random people, random strangers and, awesome. and videotape that and see how it goes. Yeah. Cause I, cause he's I, not in the room, so he yeah, can't disagree. Yeah. But I'll tell you, I always feel like this asshole because he'll go kisses and I'll be like, I don't want to get kisses. <laughs> And then I'm like, well, now I'm a jerk. But it's like, I'm doing something here. Okay, I've got stuff to do. Well, I, I already mentioned it in the last episode that I get, love you. Thanks. I'm good. <laughs> and then you feel like an asshole because you're like, look, I do love you. And I loved you five minutes ago. And I'm going to love you five minutes from now. But for right now, I am at my capacity. And I, I still love you. <laughs> and then, you know, five minutes later, he's forgotten. And I'm like, love you. <laughs> <laughs> he's like uh can i say it back <laughs> and i'm like, like oh, after i yelled at I you i broke him <laughs> no bueno uh, so yeah yeah well <laughs> feminism the ability to be the dickhead husband <laughs> trademark nerdy let's, bitches let's throw that on a t-shirt mm. we should or maybe I, just a shirt a t-shirt that the girls wear that says dickhead husband that'd be awesome yeah, that'd be awesome we should, I'll make one. Yeah, I'll put it on it. our Zazzle store. Let's do it. I did make the coffee mug that your dick is not a gift. <laughs> you did it. I did. I made that coffee mug and nobody has bought it. So I didn't know it was there. We're going to link I, that because okay. 
Yeah. I did. I, I went out of my way after our <gasps> gifting episode oh. about people just putting sex out there as a gift. Yeah. Your dick is not a gift. Exactly. And now there's a mug that proves it, which makes all things real. <laughs> oh my God, Do you so have funny. any others? Because I have one last one, but it should probably be like the last one. Okay. So. Well, no, I should, I have us, you know, also just, you know, it goes by one day at a time. So you can just get through your day. Mm-hmm. You know, I know that's an AA thing, but like that's a- everything, everything, everything kind of. You get through it one day at a time. Sure, you may need more time in your day or may need less time in your day just to get through it, but it goes by the same amount of time either way. So It does. Stop trying to live chunks. Live, yeah. a, live in the moment. I think that's the biggest difference between depression and anxiety is depression is living in the past and anxiety is worry about the future. If you're living in the present, if you're being present and you're living in whatever moment you're in, it's manageable. Mm-hmm. It's much more manageable than worrying about things that you can't change and things that may be out of your control. Yeah, right. But, the, you know, it's easy to say. <laughs> it is yeah. easy to say. <laughs> and it's very hard in execution. Yeah. And it's, but it's one of those things. It's a mindfulness thing, just like eating better and, you know, not drinking as much or cutting back on smoking or anything else. It's all about being mindful and mindful is being in the present. And if that's all you can do is like, look, I, I've got no hold on anything else other than, this moment right now, and you have to remind yourself from moment to moment, it's, it will become easier over time, but if that's all you have that's anchoring you, do it. Yeah. And that does lead into mine, which is talk it through. You know, if you need to find a friend, you can talk your blues away with. Lean on your support system. If your support system sucks, find a better one. Find a therapist. Find somebody. Find a bartender. Find somebody who will listen and not judge, but also not give you the advice or the answers. Yeah. You know, a really good friend and a really good support person is going to let you, because especially as women, like we're women, so I can't talk too much from the guy side. Guys want to help solve the problem. Yeah, they're trying to if fix it. If we yeah. come to you and we say, oh, I've had this terrible day, they want to fix it. And they usually get really frustrated because we get frustrated because I'm like, I don't need you to fix it. I just want you to listen. Yeah. If I complain about my job, the answer is not quit. Right. Stop telling me to fucking quit my job. (laughs) Yeah. Of course, of course, Craig doesn't do that because he's smarter than that. But like, I remember that was a big thing. Like, just quit. And it's like, okay. And or or, like, I might as well just not pay the rent either. Or don't come back to me and say, well, you chose that. Yeah. Well, you know what? I did choose that or maybe I didn't really have a choice because I was stuck in this shit situation and needed something. Uh, but that how is that helpful? It doesn't like help that's it, not yeah. helping. You're just blaming me and telling me to quit being a crybaby. Yeah. But I think finding somebody who you can talk to, but make sure that when you have these relationships with people that it's a two-way street. You don't want to be the one who is always dumping your problems on your friend. And then when they have an issue, you're like, eh, that's outside of the scope of our friendship. (laughs) You didn't realize you became my unpaid therapist. (laughs) I'm sorry. I'm going to have to draft a relationship agreement. (laughs) (laughs) Well, and honestly, that is a big reason if you've ever gone into therapy situation, you have to understand there are not dualistic, you know, relationships like my friend is a, psychi- a psychologist and she's amazing. I'm not going to her yeah. as a therapist. Oh, yeah. No. Not because I don't believe in her, but because she is my friend first. And 
it's a dualistic relationship. You can't stay neutral, yeah. uh-huh. and it's and it's just bad bad form. You yeah. know, it's look like, what happened to Harley Quinn. <sighs> <laughs> and they didn't even know each other. I mean, that was just shit. Well, no, she was a psychiatrist. Well, no, I'm saying before. Oh the yeah. Therapist. Oh yeah. No, not yeah. like they so, grew so, up like together. They added, I was thinking the the addition of them be- their relationship was the issue. Yeah. Yes. Well. Hopefully she will not also, you know, Stockholm the shit out of me in the process because she loves me. But, but she knows how. <laughs> she knows how. I know how. I can do that. I, I may not have a license, but I got two degrees that tells me how to do that shit too. But you don't because that's the line between being a sociopath and being a decent human being. There's only one line. It's, it's, not, a, it's not a very thick line either. It's, it's right there. It's just every mm. once in a while you're tempted. Uh, but, yeah. but you go back. <laughs> well, you know, you go back to having a moral compass and some yeah. sense of ethics and decorum, yeah. uh, more so than being a raving, psychotic, sociopathic lunatic. So, yeah. all right, well, good times. We, good times. Uh, some of us might be closer to one line than the other. <laughs> you know what? The line is fun to dance from time to time. <laughs> And uh, I, I literally had an ex brother in law who is a sociopath. I mean, oh, really? Is a fucking sociopath. I mean, not a person you want to spend I'd time with. I prefer it to be a choice that I would make. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. But, but again, that's that's your actions versus mm-hmm. just your yeah, entire right. you know personality. Psyche, yeah. uh, so, so okay, okay yeah. Sorry. But find someone to talk it through with. Find, you know, if you don't have anyone that you trust, I'm very, very sad. And I hope that you can find someone to to be your friend who will be a trustworthy person. But get a journal. Mm-hmm. Get a journal. Write it down. Because the problem is a lot of this blah just stays in our head and becomes this recorded tape that plays over and over. When you write it down, it loses power in your head. Because you've written it down. You can look at it. But one thing that I have learned throughout all of my years dealing with you know, therapy either on the professional or the patient side, never go back and read those journals. Mm-hmm. Don't, because it will immediately put you right back where you are. So while a therapist cannot tell you to burn your journals, I will. Mm-hmm. Write your journals and then get rid of them, destroy them. Because one, it'll take the stress off of worrying that someone else is going to read them mm-hmm. and take it out of context or, or take it in context, depending on what you write. Uh, but, you know, again, it's your private thoughts. It shouldn't be around for someone else. Get rid of it. Yeah. You don't have to keep it. Pack rats. Yeah. Orders. You do not have to keep these forever. You know, it's different. And then these these type of journals are much different than the I'm just keeping track of a day in my life or this was an amazing day and -and so-and-so asked me out and I want to remember this in 20 years. That's a very different type of journal. You know, when I'm talking journaling, it's getting the emotion out of your head, getting the stress and the worry on paper, and then being able to be free to breathe and move on. This is also a very good tip for insomnia. Hmm. I, you know, I did, I, I've heard that mm-hmm. and, and I, and I believe it because I've written stuff down to, yeah. to help me go back to sleep. I keep a journal. Sometimes I'll send myself, t- sometimes I, it's just about things I have I to remember. Notes. Yeah. yeah. And so I'll send myself an email and then I get yep. to work next morning. I'm like, Ooh, an email. Email from uh, me. me. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I've, I do those. But I do the notes on my phone or I have a journal I, because it gets that out of your head so you yeah. can go to sleep. I don't have to think about it all night long worrying that I'll forget to do it. That's always yeah. something that I'm 
oh my gosh, I have to go to a doctor tomorrow and I'm going to forget to tell them about, you know, this ache over here yeah, so or this thing. Down. So write it down. I don't have to remember it. And now when I go to the doctor, I'm like, look, I've got a note. I'm prepared. Yeah. Um, so. I know of, a, I read this once in Rolling Stone, some uh, musician, what they did was they would write themselves, uh, write stuff like a journal mm -hmm. on the computer and then they would password protect it and they would just kind of mash the keyboard. Yeah. So and so that they would ne it. they would never be able to get to it again. Of course, I know a way around that. But well, uh, anybody <laughs> with a computer, yeah. you know, background can do yes. that. And but then um, but again, if you also then if you in, your space. if you hide the file, uh, then you Paul can't can see still it. Find it. Well, I know you can still <laughs> if you look for it, you can search it out. If you really need to get it, you can search for it, and you can do all of this backward stuff. It's like mm -hmm. when you're when you're getting around a paywall, right? So you're you need to if you really want to know this information mm -hmm. you can find it yeah but most of the time i'm like nah. oh yeah it's an extra work not gonna yeah about it. It. yeah so yeah. that's but, that's but then when your computer is full of viruses and you call paul to come over and clean it up for you he's going to find every one of those hidden files and uh paul they're word files just leave them alone yeah they're not macro enabled a lot of times they're porn files <laughs> not yours but the ones he finds <laughs> on mind. other people's computers <laughs> and they're like i don't know why no, no, I, I, say, I, save, I save my porn strictly as excel files <laughs> those are excel <laughs> the word all is all just weird shit just yours don't mess is just with text that. files they're just ascii text <laughs> <laughs> It's like, my porn is 10 kilobytes. <laughs> it was like, I always love them. You should wait call. till I can make it. You could see what I can make these little stick figures do with the parentheses <laughs> and like the. Like, wait, wait, people call them. I don't know how this virus got on my 18 year old son's computer. And I'm like, porn. I had a, I had a friend yeah. that, um, uh, she kept getting hacked by her neighbor, her neighbor's kid, teenager, mm -hmm. and her neighbor's teenager was storing porn on her computer. Oh, she was Jesus. like, I just found porn on my computer. <laughs> and I was like, you need to talk to your husband. And yeah. like, and, and like, don't save that stuff. It's like, maybe you need to, I don't know, secure your fucking Wi-Fi. Well, she, yeah, she got it fixed. But like, but, you know, and, and honestly, until that, this was maybe 15 years right. ago, until that happened. I had, knew, I would never even have thought about it. And of course, yeah. you know, uh, well, I always had secure stuff, but most of this were wired. And so right. Well, like, even that, I was like, I paid for this fucker. You're not getting my free Wi Fi yeah, neighbor. I so. Oh, I, I know. I'm still pretty, uh, pretty. Like, if, Wait, if ours they, are locked down on Windows 10, even mm -hmm. if you attempt to get on, you can see it. Yeah. Like, you're like, someone on a Nokia tried to get on your Wi Fi. <laughs> Yeah, we've had that before. <laughs> I'm like, okay, I'm glad that's a shared device. Thanks, Windows 10. Well, ours, yeah. is, ours is usually like my brother-in-law or somebody's trying to remember how to put yeah, their password there's in. There's one so. router out there that like somehow syncs with your Facebook. And if you're Facebook friends with them, it just automatically gives them access to the Wi-Fi. And I'm like, fuck that. I don't care. <laughs> I, I, I'm friends over, with too many weird people. Right. <laughs> my sister was over the other day and she was trying to put her husband's phone on our Wi-Fi so that they could look something up. And she's like, what's your password again? And I was like, we have, you know, a password that we use, you know, mm -hmm. for people coming over. But it's so, con I mean, it's a very easy password, but it's so convoluted in all the special characters and mm -hmm. stuff that makes it up. She's like, the fuck is wrong with y'all? <laughs> We're like, we don't get hacked. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I guess I, I get a, I do a password generator and 
whenever I even look your passwords that we share are hysterical. Oh yeah, we do have <laughs> shared passwords. Yeah, <laughs> but I I normally do like the password generator and yeah, that's what and, Paul does and, too. And even at like work, because so, so I'll use it at work because I use the same you know account mm-hmm. and. Um, so somebody's like, I need to get into the website of blah, 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 you know, like some, mm-hmm. you know, insert company name here. And I'll be like, okay, it's lowercase, lowercase V, capital H. Then it's a, a you know, that little symbol that's not quite a question mark, but it kind of is that one. And then like, and they're like, oh my God. <laughs> yeah. Paul uses the password generators for all the stuff that's not like just our Wi-Fi that people would a lot access. Of things, a lot of people need passwords. And then I'm like, I, I like log, somehow get logged out of Netflix and I'm like, son of a bitch. I know. Because now I'm like, I just did an update and now I've lost all of my passwords. That drives me crazy because then I get annoyed because I'll be, and I'm like, okay, now I got to go open up my password manager, pull up all of this data. And uh, so that I could type it in and it's impossible to type in, you know. So you know, if one you've day, got winter blahs, apparently just take up computer hacking because it's very labor intensive. <laughs> you know, um, this is what we need to invent for Apple. I want to be able to copy something on my iPad and paste it on my computer or on my phone. Yeah. That could, you think that should be. I detect that shit to myself. I'm I like, know. And then it eats up my data and my text. I realized uh, when I was uh, switching phones, I was upgrading phones and I was like, why do I have like 15 gigs worth of documents and data? I'm like, I don't. Oh, you, all your text messages, all the photos in my text messages that go back and yeah, forth. They don't go away. Plus, yeah. I don't. I'm not good at like I don't delete text. Like I, I went back and deleted text from two years ago. Mm-hmm. You know, <laughs> I was like, because what if I need it? I just move on to the next text. And I went through and I cleared all of that out. But I was so like, God, I know I'm going to lose a picture. I'm going to lose something. But Paul is also really bad about all day long just sending me Random funny dog picture pictures yeah. and little gifs and videos and stuff. And so I'm like, delete the whole... Because uh, the text I have with him has probably been on there since I had the last phone. You uh-huh. know what I mean? Like that text strand. Yeah. yeah. Not anymore. That is hard to do. I've, I've cleaned mine out because it got too big. But uh, yeah, I finally was like, tough. okay, I, of any of them that I'm going to pay for, it's going to be the bigger storage on my phone. Now, I don't pay for like through the cloud. I just buy yeah. a, a phone with bigger. Yeah, me too. Um, but I, don't tr- I still don't trust that cloud. I don't Maybe that's it. one thing I don't get. I just... I don't trust I, well, it. Well, I, I just don't like the fact that it in, uh, integrates with everything. It feels like a freaking uh, cancer that just spreads to all of the things that you have. And it was like, I just wanted to look at something. And it's like, now it's available see, everywhere. Well, see, and one day somebody's going to take down the cloud. They're going to figure the it out. The cloud is the internet. Well, but they're going to figure out. They've already hacked the cloud and stole all those internet nudies of the celebrities. That's because they have bad passwords. I don't care. Maybe I don't have a good password. I don't, I don't have know. a good password. In fact, I changed my password because mm-hmm. it was so bad yeah. that at iTunes was finally like, no, <laughs> try again. No, no, sorry, I'm sweetie. sorry. And, and I was like, oh, I know, I know I had a bad password. It was like mm-hmm. my first password ever. And, and yeah. um, um, so I changed it. And now everything's like, holy shit, we cannot connect. We cannot connect. And I'm well, like, that's the I issue. know. It's like everywhere you go, you've got an, another username and another password. And, it's, and sometimes it's, for nothing, for nothing. For nothing. And it's not yeah. secure to write them down. It's mm-hmm. really not secure to have a file of your passwords on your computer because, pfft, duh. So then I'm left trying to remember all of the things that 
previously, you know, yeah. slightly younger me had de- decided well, was a good idea at the time. And, the, and you can get it. So like, okay, this is a combination that I can remember. Oh, well now, oh, I'm sorry. This one also needs a, a special a, a, character. I need a special and character. And an uppercase. Or, and a dash. And a, you know, yeah. Or this one, I cannot goddess. have a special character. No. It's yeah, ridiculous. This is this has evolved into our bitch of the week. It has. So good. We didn't have one before. So. Yeah, it was. Well, I had one, but it was stupid. Well, it's better. It's, yeah, it's a better bitch of the Passwords week. Passwords fucking suck. Well, I mean, yes, like, we need them, but. Well, I know, but some places. Okay. If I have to put in my credit card, I will accept a password. Right. But if I don't have to put in my, pass, uh, my credit card, I don't give a shit if somebody hacks my Goodreads account. You can freaking <laughs> tell people I read terrible books and I'll be over <laughs> it. You read that book twice. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's like, get, there's a point. It was Allegiant, wasn't it? <laughs> I, I just synced my old Kindle, like the one that you can like read yeah. in the bathtub Kindle. Well, you can't read it in the bathtub. You have to read it through a Ziploc, but you can still read it in the bathtub. Can't do that with iPad. Mm. And uh, I just synced that one, or just you know, recharge it up again mm-hmm. today. And I looked at it and it had Allegiant on there. And I'm like, you motherfucker. You motherfucker. I have all kinds of weird stuff, like uh, articles that I like sent to Kindle. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, okay, now it's like eight years old. <laughs> I have, I have PDFs in the bookshelf and my iBooks on my iPad, but some of them I'm like, why? And other ones are like, Oh, I bought this geeky cross stitch pattern and now I can save it because I will clearly be able to see anything or use it on my iPad ever. <laughs> but what if something happens to my computer and then I have lost the Golden Girls cross stitch? It's just unacceptable. Yeah, that's a perfect place to put it. You can it also is. save, I do use LastPass and that's the one that my password generated because it uh, encrypts it on your own computer. Uh, hackers recommend it and so that's why I picked it. But... Um, <laughs> Uh, now, the hackers didn't recommend it in order to manipulate me, but that would be a good idea because they could come out and be like, we're hackers. Is, we recommend this, is, this one. This is one of the things I don't understand or get why we keep putting uh, break-in professionals on TV to show people how to break into your house. I get that they're trying to say you need more security, but you've just shown a whole shitload of people how to go break into someone's house who, and not get caught who, who are unable to otherwise make a living <laughs> exactly so therefore they wouldn't have thought of this on their own right exactly <laughs> it's like and now i can't have hedges near my window thank you <laughs> <laughs> or the or the ones that are like the the anti-rape tips that they're mm-hmm. always putting out instead of just telling men to you know like, stop like, raping people it's, it, i know these anti-rape tips. but it's like don't wear your hair in a ponytail. It's easier to grab. And I was like, I'm pretty sure down hair is, any, is easy any, to grab any as well. Hair. But now you've given some jerk who was thinking about maybe raping somebody. Here's a whole list of things to look for. Here's yeah. how you target. And I'm like, maybe we should just stop that. I yeah. mean, I get it. We're trying to provide information, but we're providing information to the wrong people yeah, about the wrong exactly. things. Um, yeah. I mean, and then it's when they have these things out there, mm-hmm. right? It makes society find a way to blame the victim. Oh, she wore her hair in a ponytail. She wore her hair in a she ponytail. She was asking for it. She, yeah. That ponytail is too sexy for a man <laughs> to resist because men have no control over their dicks, their arms, their mouths, their hands, and feet. Yeah, exactly. They are literally too stupid 
to make these body parts work. And, you know, there is a certain segment of the male population that, that I might be able to agree with that with. <laughs> you know, I will tell you. But I, no, uh, I haven't met one yet. <laughs> I've had a, a, a situation at one point with an online person, somebody that I had known from the past who popped up again at one point and was being very inappropriate online. And I said, stop it. Mm-hmm. This is making me very uncomfortable. This is not something I'm interested in. You need to understand that this is not going to be a thing and I'm not going to be bullied mm-hmm. about any of this. I'm not going to be made to feel like I'm doing something wrong when I'm not. I have no interest in that. And this person actually said, then you just need to block me. <laughs> and I'm like, wow, you, you, you are in, either incapable or unwilling to curb your own behavior once you've been told what's wrong. So I have to physically go in and block you because you're going to take no responsibility for it whatsoever. Yeah. Wow. Wow. It's like, and this, and block. And then I get an email that's like, thank you. Like, really? The fuck? That's so weird. That is (sighs) really weird. Yes. You know, I'm being sarcastic with this. Men do have the capacity to be responsible for their own actions. They're older than three. Yeah. Yes. And even a younger than three can still do some control. Yeah. Once you get object permanence. <laughs> and Once you understand what the word no means, like Olivia has, uh, Olivia is uh, 15 months uh-huh. and she is just, she goes around going, stop, stop it. Like <laughs> She already knows what she doesn't like and she's not afraid to tell you. Stop That's it. That's so funny. No. All right. Stop well, it. Okay, going on to uh, our next segment. Are we, unless you have more stuff, more no, I'm stuff. Good. Okay. Um, so um, things I don't get. Mm. Okay, I really don't get this. Mm-hmm. I don't even know what it's officially called. It's like it's either to dab or dabbing. Dab. Dab. What okay, I'm doing it. Okay. Yeah. So you know you you know what you I'm talking about. It. You know it what was, I'm talking about, really, listeners. Don't you? Perfect. It was the most it perfect, the perfect dab, dab I've ever seen. What is it? I don't understand. Is it, it. dance move? Is it a dance move? Is it a fuck you? I don't understand what it means. I, I somebody it looks like a it looks like a little football celebration thing, and I don't know. Well, it if, does that, or it just kind of looks like like the new equivalent of the finger. You know what I mean? It's a bit because I've seen it done in finger, different it shouldn't, contexts. It shouldn't take that much. Um, um, it shouldn't take that much effort in order to give someone the finger. But it's usually kids, like teenagers and kids that I've seen dabbing. I don't see a lot of grown-ups doing it. All the videos I've seen have been, you know, or uh, nine, yeah. ten-year-olds up to, you know, right. young adults. So, you know, when we talk about these things we don't get, uh, we're asking for input from Please. you, our dear listeners. Somebody tell us. What is dabbing? Now, I would like to know it's... I, I kind of understand what it is now. It's just if you want to be stupid, that's what you do, right? So that's what that's what it's evolved into. How did it start? I, <laughs> I don't know. Because I, mean, this... I can't imagine this is a cool thing. You just crossed your face. You're covering your face. Well, let me so throw this, this out there as well since we're talking about dabbing. I would like to know why someone decided that they needed to change the running man. Remember the running man from yeah. the 90s? Yeah. Have you seen this stupid Running Man video that everyone is doing? No. But it, it's now like a, I'm doing it now, everyone. So it's this kind of like oh. weird little jiggle what? move uh-huh. instead of the actual MC oh, yeah. Hammer Running uh-huh. Man. 
Why? Or change and, the name and, and of what, it. What Call gave it the, you the right to steal someone else's dance move and make it different? Because that's not a running man. That's, that's a, jiggle a jiggle man. That's like the Jigglypuff dance or something. <laughs> I don't know. Man. It's it's terrible. I don't understand why they want to change. I mean, what's next? You're going to change the Roger Rabbit. You're going to change the kid and play. I mean, this is not okay. Uh, Stop I, it. I'm really worried about this segment because <laughs> because I feel not this particular one, like in general, <laughs> like th- not of the occurrence of the series. Mm. I'm very <laughs> I'm very concerned that we are about we're about get off my lawn. Uh, that's exactly <laughs> what I was about to say. We were just one step away. Uh, you know what, though, I, I hate to break it to you, honey. We are middle aged. <laughs> And this is Speak when we get yourself. to start I'm going to live to be a million. We're going to uh-huh. I'm going I've got several several You got a time loop to hide in? <laughs> I've got um maybe I'd say I've got a good 20 years before I'm going to be middle-aged because You're advances You're going to live to 120? Yes. Because advances Why would in, you want to? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> I don't want to be 120. I'll tell you. Sounds awful. You know, it's funny that um uh you know, like my grandma, she's one of the, she's awesome. She's like always young. Like mm-hmm. she's just forever young. She acts, sure. uh, and, um, uh, she's fun to hang out with. And, and I, I try and take after her. Right. So I'm always like a little bit younger than I should be. Like I act I pretty immature, I guess. But, um, it's not that it's like my interest. I keep my interest. I keep up with interests that interest me, but, and sometimes it's stuff for young people, not for older people. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So it's very common. You play so, Pokemon. That's I, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Pokemon. That's a very <laughs> that's good. That's okay. a perfect example, you know, and um, and my comic book convention and stuff like that. But I'm now at the age. But you know what? At that comic book convention we went to at the Comic Palooza, I saw more people closer to our age than I did little ones. Yeah. So. You're right. You're right. Because we but, can afford to get in the door. Exactly. <laughs> that's where it is. Good point. But like, I'm at that age where. Oh yeah, I'll be awesome in sixty years because I'll be, you know, be well, a hundred, <laughs> and that makes me want to vomit. I oh, do I'll not. I'll be close to a hundred, so don't worry. I do not want to be a hundred. But um, like, but right now it's just like, oh, it's so sad that that <laughs> that middle aged lady's playing Pokemon. <laughs> or, <you> know, <laughs> I don't think so. I'm though, not middle aged. I'm younger than middle aged by a six seven well, months. Six on, seven months. It depends top. on when you die. You could I die when, next week, and that would make you elderly. Yeah, I didn't. I, you know, actually, I don't have really much of a problem with my age, but I, I do, I, see, I do see that people are like, I'm not fitting into a mold. But I don't have kids either, so I don't really need to. Well, I don't need to know, grow up for anybody. Like I said, i I've always, I've always been friends with people who are older than me, but I also felt younger, like you. I'm, mm-hmm. you know, I like the nostalgia of the things that we had when we were kids, and I like. I mean, I play the Pokemon. I didn't play it back. Well, I, then, I didn't. But I didn't. Didn't grow out of a lot of my fandoms and stuff. So I don't think you should, though. Mm-mm. I think that that's. I think that's just quitting. I don't know if it's quitting. I do think that you that you legitimately I mean, find I other interests. Right? I don't sit around and watch the Rainbow Bright cartoons anymore because I'm not five. However. I, I still watch some of the cartoons. I watch the Batman. I watch Batman cartoons. We just watched the, Vol- the second. Oh, by the way, the second season of Voltron is now on Netflix, and we just watched all of it in one night, and it was awesome. <laughs> but again, and those were things I watched. I watched Voltron when I was a little kid, and it went away, and then it came back, and I went, "Woo, let's yeah. watch that." I don't think that there's anything wrong with that, and I, I don't think I, that that's being immature or anything else. I think it's just, you know. 
it's your interest. So yeah. It's just my interest. I, I think just my interests are not traditional. It's like although at a forty, people, I will still yell at kids to get off my lawn okay. because my neighbor well, kids play on my lawn. Like, it annoys me. I know, I know. I guess I don't know. Like when my mother was my age, she was into golf and, uh, you know, stuff like that. Uh, I, yeah. you know, and I'm not, and and I see that a lot with people that are younger than me, interested in things that much older people than me are interested in. I have a friend that's a few years older than me. She's just gotten into golf. She really enjoys it. I have. Oh, I I tried to get into golf. I, I have work zero out. interest in ever even attempting golf. Like I didn't. My I, dad I tr- was into it for a while, and it's great for him. I had, once my not golf my clubs got stolen. I said, yeah, sold my dad's golf clubs on eBay. <laughs> So I don't know. Um, yeah, we're we're a little bit older, but you know what? I think that this, you know, we go the other way too. I don't understand the bathtub that you walk into and then have to sit and wait for it to fill up. I understand the concept. I think it's a great concept. I think the execution is going to be a little bit horrifying. Do you know what I'm talking about? The bathtub that the old people walk in? Oh, yeah. It's got like a door, like a trap door. Oh, and I you totally walk in it. and you sit and it fills up, which is awesome. Until you think about the fact that, one, you have to sit there while it has not a drop of water in it, because if you open the thing, all the water's going to draw out. And then you have to sit there cold and wet and naked until the entire tub drains to get out of the freaking tub. Because you can't anyway. open the door. I do that anyway. You do. You're sitting in the tub <laughs> I do, with I, no water in I it. I clean it while I'm getting out. <laughs> well, but you're not 90. However, so. however um, that... You know, if you have like an exfoliating cream that has like salts in it and stuff, you have to clean mm-hmm. it up afterwards. Yeah. And so I just do it while I'm in oh, there, I except for oh. except for then you get out and like you have pieces of it stuck yeah. to your body. Well, so like it's the opposite of cleaning. Here's <laughs> the worst. I have a, a detox bath that I do when I'm sick mm-hmm. and it's um, that spirulina. Is that what it is? The- no, no, this one's not. I, I use that for other stuff. Um, it's actually... Uh, Peroxide, Epsom salts, and uh, ground ginger. Hmm. I have all of those. Yeah. They make for an awesome, like if you've got a sore throat, like if you've got a fever, it is awesome because all of that heats it, heats it up. The peroxide kills a lot of the, you know, the bacteria and stuff that's hanging out in your pores. The, uh, the ginger makes you sweat. So it, it helps sweat and break the fever. But it smells like you're stewing in a pot of some sort of Chinese soup. Yeah, because that's that is a lot of ingredients it, in egg drop soup. Right it there, it leads it leaves a really brownish kind of residue on your tub and on your person. So you have do you ever have tried to not using off. ground ginger and actually using a pickled ginger? Oh, pickled ginger is way more expensive than ground ginger. My grandma used to just like pull it out of the jar and like eat it like an actual pickle. Well, I, it's crazy. I, one, I think pickle ginger is disgusting. Two, I think regular ginger is disgusting. Three, pickle ginger or the ground ginger in a can from the spice aisle costs two dollars. Yeah. So ginger is really good for stomach aches. I despise it. So I am. I think I have a mild allergy to it because I'm allergic to everything. But it it makes my face uh, break out, like flush and be miserable so yeah but you're you're probably eating it with chinese food so there could be a billion things that's causing it no i mean it was it was specific to ginger but Mm. i just i just don't care for it but it works really well in this particular bath but you do have to give yourself a light rinsing off (laughs) after the fact um 
But again, I you know, and I, I really saw the benefit in this bathtub for the old people who still want to be able to take a bath without worrying about getting in and out and stepping well, over maybe, things. Maybe they're not actually taking a bath. Maybe they're actually using the shower sprayer and they're no, just no, able it's to a walk bathtub. In. It's a well, standalone uh, bathtub. Well, I know because, but you can't walk. Oh, you can walk into a shower. Yeah. You walk right into a shower. Yeah. I can't uh, walk into mine. That's why I say that. <laughs> well, but I mean, they have walk-in shower and most places that have like, you know, like the um, retirement homes and nursing homes, they have showers and they have the shower stool and well, stuff. Well, you know, when so you you're retired, you've got time to wait for your bathtub to fill up. I'm just water. saying you would be really cold after your bath waiting for all of the water to drain out because now you're just going to get a shiver and you'll die. Not in my house because my goddamn uh, vent doesn't work really well in the bathroom. So you just kind of just sit in the in the steam. steam. Mm. Yeah. Side yeah. note. Anyway. <laughs> All right. So let's see. So those okay. are things we don't get because we're old. But yes. now we're going we're gonna to start pulling I, I in things we don't get because we're young. I get a lot of young things. Young. The Salt Bay, I like him. The, huh? uh, the new meme right now. Okay. <laughs> what does salty mean? No, no, just, no. No, no. No, seriously. Let me just say, oh, she's so salty. He's so salty. I've heard that, but it always seems to be in a different context. I just thought it was, I thought it was, they, they throw a lot of shade. Well, I, oh God, these sayings. <laughs> you kids and your sayings, get off my lawn. I don't know. I'm making all this shit up. Ooh, I, who knows? I looked it up in the Hold Urban on. Dictionary. Let me go to Urban Dictionary That's real quick. That's kind of what That's, I did. Yeah, but you know what? I was looking at Urban Dictionary when I was 18. As but soon I'm a as it big came out, fan yeah. of By Felicia. So, yeah, okay. huge fan of that. Of course, I was a fan of Friday. So, I actually know <laughs> where it comes from as opposed to <laughs> what, half right? the people that don't. Um, I, for, well, I forgot what uh, cast request they said. <laughs> she said, by, I think it was on Game of Thrones. And she's like, bye, Felicia. I cracked up. I was yeah. laughing so hard. I don't even remember what it was in context to, but mm-hmm. it was like one of the characters said that and it made me laugh. Well, and, uh, Maddie said it to Olivia the other <laughs> no, day. She, <laughs> she was walking out the door to go to my house. She's like, bye, Felicia. And I was just like, nice. So, so funny. I'm a fan. All right. I have an out of, I have two out of context comments. Mm-hmm. Do you have any comments this week? No. Okay. One of them is not an internet comment. Um, you may or may not have seen this on my Facebook page and I think on my personal uh, Twitter page at Liz Cerna or at Liz Bless it, whatever it is. I don't remember what it is now. Yeah. Um, but okay, so here it is. And this actually came from iPhone's new transcript beta that they have on the voicemail. So you get a voicemail comes in and iPhone tries to transcribe this so that you How don't do have I to listen to it. You just have to upgrade to iOS 10. It's oh. in there. Um, but anyways, it's... Uh, <laughs> so it, it he got a call yesterday that was um, somebody, probably a scammer with a fake survey, but it they were talking really fast in a thick accent. And so it's trying to transcribe and it's doing a terrible job. But what comes out of this is, and I quote, the sun is for vengeance, Betty. <laughs> so I think this is my new life motto. The yeah. sun is for vengeance. That's funny. Which kind of works it's, with our winter blocks. It actually is it's the exact opposite because we're like, go out in the sun. And you're like, no, <laughs> the sun, sun is, is for, for vengeance. vengeance. <laughs> I'm Batman. So, <laughs> so maybe that's why Batman only comes out at night. Because the, <laughs> the sun, sun is, is for vengeance. vengeance. I don't know. Uh-huh. And then I found another random comment last night. And I couldn't even tell you where it came from or what it was about. It just says... Pay lots of attention to the man in the boat. Lots. <laughs> so good, good job, yeah. Fark. Yep. Oh yeah, one. Fark's messed up. Fark it's a mess is messed up. up. Okay. 
So. All right. Well, then that's the end of that. Well, I think that takes care of our winter blahs. Don't Hopefully. read Park if you want to feel good about humanity. <laughs> yeah, really don't. <laughs> but uh, I think we'll, uh, maybe we'll get around to our, our book club yeah, the next maybe, time. Pretty, pretty, soon, yeah, pretty soon. Pretty soon. So read uh, Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. Yeah, just the first book is fine. Yeah, yeah we're good. So, all right, we'll see you guys next time. Music provided by www.bensound.com, and please email feedback to contact us at nerdybitches.com. We are the dickhead husbands. <laughs>